Hey, Sarah. Hey, Talon. What's up? Y'all. Um, gosh. Where did we leave off? Because this is a continuation of the narrative that we set up every week. Yeah. Every week. This is a, a narrative-based uh, podcast, so if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes, you know you just won't understand. We'll come into the middle of the love affair in media res. Thomas and Jonah, and <laughs> you won't know what's going on there. No, you will not. So, um, re- spoilers for episodes 1 through 11, if you haven't <sighs> listened to them. Um, you really need to go back and listen to them all. It's very... Or just go back and read the Wikipedia page about all of them. Right. And the plot lines. Which is what I do when shows come back from being off for a season. Because yeah, I yeah, have yeah, the memory of a goldfish. I'm pretty sure YouTube has some recaps of, you know, season one of Craigslist Central Crisis. Yeah. So we're now in season two. <laughs> is um, that what episode 12 means? Hey, we made it to 12. We made it to 12! Not everyone can say that. Mm, this is true. There's so many great things canceled after less than 12. Like What? Oh, did I say great things? I didn't mean to say great. <laughs> um, I don't know. I remember, I remember the Friends spinoff, Joey, that had two seasons. Wait, was that real? That was a real thing. And I know it. I think I watched more Joey than I ever watched of Friends. <laughs> he was the real life's blood. He was the one that everyone cared about in actuality. Yeah. yeah, when you watched Friends, it was like, screw these other five assholes. Give me more Joey. If I didn't see Joey on the screen, I used to just fast forward through all those parts. The Joey scenes are the, the highlights that definitely hold up now. The real backbone. And although I wouldn't understand what was going on in the episode, at least Joey was there to guide me through it. And this, I feel like that was the equivalent of watching Joey. Was Joey the dumb one? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you right now. I think I've watched one episode of Friends in its entirety. Oh my God. We're going to get... And it was for a women in comedy class that I took in college. <laughs> in middle school, I had this really cool... Um, there was like a wave of of like children's toys having to do with being a spy mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this I feel like there are waves in children's toys like right now we're on like the cute animals with large heads wave mm-hmm. <laughs> and, sure and I feel like when I was growing up it was like the spy wave so like everyone had like sunglasses with mirrors on the side so you could see yeah. who was standing behind you I definitely had some spy toys yeah and I had this really cool thing that looked like a pencil case but it wasn't it was like a secret message like depository that's not uh-huh. a word no I, word. I, I'm sure it is <laughs> and it suppository like, no it wasn't a suppository please yeah. stop okay that would be a different kind of secret message maybe nobody would ever find it because nobody wants to you know it's too secret it's too secret uh but I did have one where it would like shred the messages for you and you could write them in black light and it was really really cool that's very cool I had a uh like, I, I don't know what it was even called. I think it was like a sonic hearing device <laughs> that was, it looked like, like a little sonic radar dish, and I put a little headphone in it, like Sonic the Hedgehog, and, uh, and they would, you know, I'd be able to hear sounds that were further away than normal. Whoa. It kind of worked, and it was kind of cool. Like, I would, I would climb a tree outside my house, I would just, like, point the little thing, like, at the other end of the cul-de-sac, and, like... You were like a creepy. You were a creepy little kid. I was a creepy. I swear to God, kid. if I saw some child in a tree pointing a sonic listening device at me, I would throw rocks at him. No, I was never seen. <laughs> um, you were an actual spy. That's what made you different from all the kids that were just playing at being spies. I took it very seriously. It spy was, Kids was was just a, a career option to me. Do you know that the guy from Spy Kids married Megan Trainer? Megan Trainer. Yeah, it's super weird. 
It's gross. It's gr- Did you see that picture of them walking out of like a sex shop? It's <laughs> not anything I want to see ever. With like a bag of what I think you can only assume are dildos. And, Stop uh, it. And he's wearing like a tie-dye shirt and I think Crocs. Oh, good God. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, good for you two, I guess. But why <laughs> is this thing... I'm so glad you guys have a healthy sex life, but I never want to know about it. I'm more disturbed by the shoes. Uh, All I no, it wasn't about... Crocs. It was those weird, like, shoes that have toes, you know? Oh, God, horrible. So even worse. Those ones that they originally tried to be, like, are really good for runners, and then they were like, oh, just kidding, these are horrible no, to no. run in. These aren't good for runners, it turns out, but they are really good for assholes. And people who wander to sex shops. And people who need multiple dildos. Oh. I don't know what a good number of... Of dildos is? Yeah. I want <laughs> to kind of backtrack a little bit. Yeah. Kind of going back to friends. I. <laughs> Why do you always have to bring it back to friends? I always have to bring it back to friends. I was in a film, short film competition, and one of the judges was Jennifer Aniston's acting coach. Whoa! And uh, you could tell, like she just acted <laughs> exactly like Jennifer Aniston, which I guess means Jennifer Aniston acts exactly like this older woman. That's crazy. And it was like, this is exactly why Jennifer Aniston is the way she is. Because she had this woman as her acting coach. <laughs> Did you win? Um, no. Have I talked about this before? That, that was when we like f- we slept through the festival because it was like a what? It was a seventy-two hour film festival, and me and, and you... my team were super tired. By the time we got to finish, you know, everyone was like staying up yeah. all night long to like finish editing their movies. And then that's the day they also have the big premiere, and we were my team was like, Let, we're gonna take a nap because we've been up for you know like. You know, 35 hours. Sure. Um, let's go to sleep for like an hour. And then I remember like kind of starting to come to and like wake up and hearing one of my other teammates in the room also waking up being like, uh, did we miss the thing? Oh my God. <laughs> we realized it was like <laughs> the show started at like, you know, probably like 6 p.m. and it was like 8 what? And I, we like I looked at my phone and I had friends who were coming to watch the festival. Like they drove yeah, up to, to see it. Watch your film. I had like thirteen missed calls. Oh my god! <laughs> friends who was like, how did you certain I was dead? <laughs> like they're like, we see we see your car. Where are are you here somewhere? Where are you? That's like the night. Like I've had nightmares like that, but I've never actually done it in real life. Yeah, and um. Literally, like, just people had no idea where we were. I guess we had heard from them that at the festival they screened our movie, and then, you know... Everyone booty off the stage. Everyone hated it. No, they, (laughs) you know, after the film screened, they wanted to, like, have us stand up so we could get applauded, and they couldn't find us. Out of... Oh, that's crazy that nobody woke up. Our whole... Just, like, our three-person team, just, we all... Our bodies just took over, and we're like, you need sleep, or you'll die. Sleep is for the weak. Um, that's what I keep saying, but, but I can't fight weak. my body. You, <laughs> I can't fight my body. You do say sleep is for the weak, but then afterwards you admit, I am weak. I am... I'm not gonna say that. Okay. I'm not gonna say I'm weak. I don't think it's true. And I'm not going to put that audio clip into the world to just be used against me in the future, so... Yeah, when you're writing for Congress. Yep. Yep. That's what they'll do. Um, Anyway, so that's a little story about Jennifer Aniston's acting coach, I guess. Yeah. You know, in a way, it wasn't a story about her acting coach at all. But I'm I will tell you a story about her. No. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Absolutely not. Save I don't want to hear. Time. I don't want to hear a word about Jennifer Aniston from here on out. I'm just saying I met the reason that Jennifer Aniston has a career. You mean the acting coach? Yes. You already told that story, Tellin. No, I'm not telling the story. I'm just saying I want you to know that like I I I don't know what the metaphor is here. I met. It's like I have visited the. Let me find a metaphor. Let me or find you a good one. Say no, 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 the thing that created Jennifer Aniston, I think I might have embedded, inherited in some bed with the embedded, thing embedded. You bedded the thing that made Jennifer. No, not Aniston. bedded. Stop it. <laughs> but I might have some of Jennifer Aniston's talent like within me. I think like it's like none of this sounds less sexual. Jennifer Aniston is a horcrux <laughs> for this woman who I've been in contact with. In your Harry Potter, and I am. Also a Horcrux. <laughs> if you were a Horcrux, which Horcrux would you be? Uh, probably, probably the ring. I should slap that on BuzzFeed. I could probably make a couple cool bucks off that one. I don't think you get paid. Take this quiz to you do eventually. Well, not anymore because they laid off like ninety percent of their workforce. But mm-hmm. any hoot. I think I'd be. I think I'd be the snake. I just wanted to say <laughs> before we left. I think I'd be Nagini. Um. Uh, yeah. That's or the sure. cup. The cup's good. The cup. I feel like the ring is very, uh, kind of baller, you know? It's like, yeah, this is a ring, but also it contains a piece of my fucking soul. Yeah, and I also, like, tear friendships apart and make Ron Weasley into, like, the worst. Yeah, actually, I think you're thinking of the locket, which is neither here nor there. Oh, god damn it. What was the ring? The oh, ring, the Dumbledore is wearing Dumbledore's, it. Dumbledore's, yeah, his hand all gray and stuff. Yeah. So you just, you wither anything you come in contact with? Yeah. I guess you couldn't wear it. You're... <laughs> I guess. You're like a reverse Midas. Mm-hmm. Not at all. What if... <laughs> ew! What if there was a reverse Midas that anything metal he touched turned to flesh? <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, it'd be so gross. Like, imagine your laptop made of flesh. Like, it's... And it's <laughs> Like, it's not necessarily sentient flesh, it's just... I feel like if it's a statue, it becomes sentient. Yeah. If it's a statue of, like, a living thing. Sure. Anyway. You could touch, uh, (laughs) you know, one of those those Joan of Arc statues, and it just... Why why does she sound like that? That's the sound of something turning to flesh. What do you think it sounds like? Bink. Nope, nope, I'm, I regret it's to inform you. It's clean like a brand new baby. No. That's how babies come out, right? No, babies definitely come Just out like... a lot more like... <laughs> more like that. How many babies have you given birth to? Enough. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this is Craigsistential Crisis. Let's start the show. Oh no, I touched my laptop. Flesh top. Clear on me. Stop, Kill it doesn't... Clear me. <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. I regret <laughs> saying that about the reverse Midas.
show. This is a show called Existential Crisis. It's a show where Talon and I look up posts on Misconnections, which is an open community forum that anyone can post on. When, uh, within Craigslist, America's favorite list. With it's on Craigslist, America's favorite list. Yes, we're not. If we ever reach the point where we can make merch, I swear to God, I will die before I let you put Craigslist, America's favorite list, on a shirt. Well, what just... the fuck else do we have? <laughs> I don't know how to spell. <laughs> we have so much other things to go off of. All right. I just don't love it. Okay. So we read the things and we cold read them for the first time in front of each other. Uh, and then, you know, we just have a moment to really sit with the words that are being spoken. Like a good poem, the words and sounds resonate in your mind until you lay at night. Until awake you, thinking about them. Till you die. Till you die. Like a good poem that consumes your entire being. Just like a good poem murders or, you from the inside out. Or like a good existential crisis, which is kind of... Oh, where the, where boy. Thing. Yep. Yep. Okay. It um, ties. I've got one for you to read. Wow, you're really excited. You. Oh my god, you're going first. You never go first. Well, I think I'm just prepared. It's you know? Talon's first first. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, let's do... This one. Go for it. I'm into it. Blue Toyota Prius on 26, blonde girl. Highway 26 is where this is located. I honked to bring to your attention the light had turned green, and you didn't move, so you got mad at me. Then you flipped me off on 26 when I passed you. I blew you a kiss. I think you're cute. (laughs) (laughs) This (laughs) This is, like, absolutely... The grown-ass man version of, uh, like, oh, he likes you, so he's picking on you. Yeah, yeah. It, the reverse. Right? No, he he blew her a kiss, because he was mad. I guess it's both. They were both mad at each other. It's a weird start to a relationship. We can... Uh, no, this is, it's the beginning of La La Land. That's what this is. It's, is that how La La Land starts? Well, no, it starts with a big song and dance number, but after that, <laughs> it's it's Ryan Gosling trying to get Emma Stone to move because they're both driving and she's, like, looking at a script. Hey, Talon, here's the thing. I think that we shouldn't steal other people's scripts and say them over the over the microphone because this podcast is ours and we're trying to make it ours. I don't know what you're referencing or talking about. (laughs) Do you really not? No, I don't. (laughs) No, I really don't know why you're saying this to me. My main point is uh, this is going to end, this relationship's going to end in five years with none of them being able to talk to each other because they're both too successful. Um, Ain't that just the way it goes? Yeah. I'd be okay with that. that. If I had to give, (laughs) I almost just said, if I had to give my success, uh, significant other to be successful, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's clear where my priorities lie. Clearly. As a single woman. <laughs> I feel like, is there any way this uh, person in the card that flipped this writer off finds this cute? Like, I would, I would lose it. I would absolutely lose it. If you were the person who flipped someone off in traffic, I don't think you want to hear any sort of... The last thing you'd want to hear from that person is, I I thought you were cute. Yeah. No, that's why I'm saying it's it's so, like, grade school playground thing where, like, yeah. the boy's mean to you. Or, like, teases you. Yeah. And then you're really pissed off, but everyone's like, it's just because he likes you. I just think I have a lot of unresolved issues from being told that as a young girl. A lot so of that's boys... why I keep coming back to it. I mean, I had boys pick on me. And I didn't it's think... probably because they liked you. I don't think that's true. I'm just going to say it right now. 
but I just really feel like that's violently not true. I just... It's violent. It's true. There was a... I'm trying to remember. There was a boy who liked me who used to, like, kick my shins on the plate. Yeah, it was what? not cool. And, like, all the adults saw it, and nobody stopped him. And then later on, because, you know, girls get, like, that growth spurt before boys. Mm-hmm. And so, like, later on, like, years later on, I, like, got that growth spurt and got to be taller than him. And then I, like, beat the shit out of him during a kickball game. <laughs> okay. There so you go. I'm just here to say don't pick on girls because eventually they're going to sprout up and get huge right. and, like, beat the crap out of you. But now you two are happily married, right? Yeah, totally. Right. He does still, he lives, like, a few blocks away from my parents. So when I go home <laughs> and when I used to walk my dog, I would be so afraid I would see him and have to make, like, small talk. Mm-mm. But thank the Lord, I never did. Yeah. Um, as a as a boy, I just gotta say, I don't think I've ever picked on a person because I like them. Ever. Mm. I mean, there's a difference between, like, when you're, like, a little older and picking on someone becomes, like, oh, you like... Oh, you like oh, you like cheese? Oh, gross! I don't know why that's. Wow, an you're example. such a natural flirter. Oh, you are so good. I can't believe you like cheese. <laughs> oh, gross! You're eating cheese? Oh my god! I would literally that I would just get up and walk away from the table. Yeah, I. But it, you know, I've never like pulled a girl's pigtails because I like her. Would you have blocked that out though? I feel like that was when you were much younger. Would you remember that? Every insignificant detail of your <laughs> I remember, childhood courtship. I remember childhood crushes, and I guess what I'm with the childhood crushes I remember. Sure. I don't ever recall, you know, trying to make that person like cause feel them physical bad. pain. Yeah, <laughs> I never, I never caused a person physical harm because I like them. <laughs> okay, well that means you were a healthy, well-adjusted boy, and we should all thank Tallinn's parents right now. Thank you, Tallinn's parents. For Thank raising you. such a nice young boy. Thank you, Mom and Dad. It was just my dad's birthday. Oh, my God. Yeah. Happy birthday, Dad. Did he do anything fun? I went to Ruth's Chris... No, sorry. Ruth's Chris Chris's. Steakhouse. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Yeah. What the fuck is Which that Which I name? don't know. Who, they have, like, an explanatory thing on their they? menus. Well, it's an online because I need to find it. <laughs> it's... I don't know what the Chris Steakhouse is about, but she was, like, this cool lady who, like, bought a steakhouse chain. And like made it. So it was Chris's steakhouse, but then Ruth bought it. Is that that what it is? It might honestly be the origin story. I'm not even kidding. I know you're saying that sarcastically. No, that's the only thing that makes sense. It's so fucking confusing. Like no one says (laughs) it right. I don't think anyone really ever gets it right. I think they the waiters say it right, and that's about it. Uh, I need to find this. (laughs) It's in the probably there's a history (laughs) section. Perhaps we can't be the first people who've wondered. And I mean, it's on all of their menus, so it's not like it's secret information. <laughs> they have an FAQ section, so maybe it's in there. <laughs> Frequently asked questions. What the fuck is up with your name? Yeah, first one. <laughs> Why is it called Ruth's Chris? Here we go. Don't read it out loud. Just give us the synopsis after no, I need to read it digested verbatim. Ugh. Our founder, Ruth Fertel, purchased a restaurant called Chris Steakhouse in May of six, uh, 1965 in New Orleans. Ruth had never planned to expand, but after a fierce kitchen fire decimated the property, (laughs) she was forced to relocate in order to stay in business. Within 10 days, Ruth had the restaurant up and running, but the Chris Steakhouse name was not allowed to move with it. With little time and a mischievous smile, Ruth added her own name to the sign, making it Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. That's like the the steakhouse version of that office bit where Michael Scott... It's like you miss 100% of the shots you never take. Yeah. 
That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's the it's the steak version. Um, now with her own name and lights in the tongue twisting. Uh, sorry. Now with her own name and lights, the tongue twisting name was born. Later, Ruth admitted the name was strange, but she managed to work <laughs> around it. I'm glad she got through it. Um, that is pretty funny, though. <laughs> That's pretty great. Uh, now we know. Now we know the origin of Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Um, do you want to know what a dress code is? Not at all. I'm not interested. I do actually know this because my parents came to visit over, uh, I think it was the summer, and I was wearing a tank top, and like, hearkening back to my middle school days, my mom was like, you're not going to be allowed to wear that tank top in a Ruth Chris steakhouse, and I was like, well, <laughs> let them fucking try to stop me. Dress codes are so weird in places. I hate them whenever, it, when it's a place that demands you dress a certain way to be admitted entry into a restaurant. Like, a, I'm coming in here to make shit. I'm coming in here to ingest food and make shit. I don't want you to come in here to shit. start shit. No. Don't. Not, not, that's not where the shit... Well, it is where the shit starts. Um, that's a slogan for a I'm restaurant so, right there. <laughs> it's where the shit starts. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. It's you still can't say it right. Try it again. It's hard. Ruth's, Ruth's Chris, Chris Steakhouse. Steakhouse. Ruth's... Chris Steakhouse. I gotta say, Chris Steakhouse alone is also a bad name. Chris Steakhouse. <laughs> so. I think it slides right off the tongue like a pat of butter off of a prime rib. Mm. I was almost like, what is a pat of butter? <laughs> <laughs> You're really having a lot of trouble today. I'm a lot of trouble. But I've been in restaurants and other places. You've been in restaurants? All right. <laughs> oh, don't leave. Yes, finally what I've always wanted is to do this podcast on my own. And to be honest, Talon has just been the weight keeping me nah. down. Anyways, I'd like to... Nah. I can't do it alone! Come nah. back! So the I pressure's thought, too much. Uh, Your son is crying out for you. Mishka, everything's fine, okay? Daddy's fine. Ew. Can you not call yourself daddy? Nah. <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? Well, I'm glad you decided to come back. Yeah. I don't... I don't think, uh... You could do it without me. <sighs> That's so rude. I mean, I couldn't, but I'm still glad you came back. <laughs> just, just try not to hurt me. Again. <laughs> I'll try. Okay. All right. So, do you have a thing for me to read? Yeah, I absolutely do. As soon as I get this. There you go. All right. Cold read. Party on. Here we go. Bounty hunting. 4501 Northeast Minnehaha. St. <laughs> Minnehaha Street. Minnehaha Street. Is that the part we need to get caught up on? Is that the part we're caught up on? <laughs> Minnehaha Street, Vancouver, Washington. You told me you were training to bounty hunt. Meant you at the range. If you see this, message me. Very short and sweet. <laughs> it is, but it's got a lot. Yeah, how do you, uh... I didn't know you could just... Shoot someone if you were bounty hunting them? Me neither. How do you become a bounty hunter? I don't even know. Do they have a website with an FAQ section? I... <laughs> I just, I'm also like, they're practicing at the range with a gun. Like, bounty hunters aren't allowed to just shoot people, right? I, I'm pretty I, sure not. I mean, I guess, what if the bounty's one of those, you know, ones where they can be dead or alive? Well, I don't think they do those anymore. We do don't they live, not? I don't think we live in the the wild, wild west anymore. I don't know how this works. I don't know. Due process, right? How did Dog the Bounty Hunter was a thing? He was. He, he just tackled people. I don't he didn't think he, just shoot him. He didn't just kill people. <laughs> he didn't just live on air, cut off their heads to bring back to the town sheriff for a money. Uh, for a money. 
due to viewer discretion, we will not be able to show large portions of Dog the Bounty Hunter. He just enters a apartment building, leaves the apartment building covered in blood. Yeah. Uh, but there was a nice commercial break in there. There was. Yeah. Um, so this... They met while they were man, trading to bounty hunt, man. What's unclear about that? I believe this person, uh, like I believe, you know, a hole in the head. I'm bad at metaphors today. Yeah, you're really not. Usually you're all right. Your Here's metaphors my, I haven't had my coffee yet. are a lot like a drop of water in a pool of oil for you today. They just don't mix. Ah! Oh, huh. My metaphors don't mix? Yeah. Because I feel like not mixing metaphors is a good thing. You know what? Are you going to leave now? <laughs> it's my turn to storm out. If you got your moment to storm out, I want mine. You get one. Um, everybody gets one. I don't know that... Uh... So this person claims to be training to be a bounty hunter... That's yeah. where conversation, I guess, kind of stopped. But later on, this person's like, I'm kind of into that. I kind of think this person might be the one for me. I think they're kind of into tackling people, and I think I'm kind of into being tackled. Yeah, I think uh, this person seems like they could care for me for all my life. Because I guess they're just going to shoot people left and right. I feel like, i just so confused. I don't know how bounty hunting is allowed to exist. Is it a... Because it's not like... Regulated is it? Is it? I don't know. I know nothing about bounty hunting. Is it like private detective work? Like you can just open up your own little like bounty hunter Etsy shop? But like private detectives have to get accredited, right? Do they? I think so. I don't know anything. I think you have to be accredited to do that. Are you looking it up? I am because I'm <laughs> I'm really confused. I don't. Um, do we have any bounty hunter listeners? If so, can you please uh, let us know what you find? Okay, so in modern times, bounty hunters are known as bail enforcement agents or fugitive recovery agents and carry out arrests mostly of those who have skipped bail. So, just so you know. So, if you, like, don't pay bail, like, if you get, like, sentenced and you're, like, supposed to go to jail. Mm -hmm. Is it, isn't that how, I don't know how the... (laughs) The law works. (laughs) Cut this out because I sound so stupid. It's. (laughs) I don't know if I can. Uh, well, bail. Okay, so like bail is like when you're like awaiting trial, right? And you can like pay bail, like a say it's like a million dollars. You like pay a million dollars so that you don't have to sit in jail while awaiting your trial, right? Yes. Yes. And so if you skip bail, that means you're just like, all right, government, have my money, bye, and then you like run, right? I think it means you don't pay the money so you have to go to jail i guess or uh, or if you're in jail <laughs> with uh what's it called you can be released you know who we should ask bail? about this r kelly Kristen. Uh-huh. uh i don't want to ask r kelly anything except for how this fist tastes bitch yeah well i'm just That's saying he has some experience with with bail with bail yeah. And not being able to pay it. So, I, uh, we should ask our good friends. So, bail, bail bondsmen, or bounty hunters, are employed by bail bondsmen. Okay. Who are the people who... Oh! Okay, this makes sense. So, they work for the bail bondsmen. We're really about to break this down. Thank you. And the bail bondsman is the one who's like, oh, you don't have a million dollars to like pay your bail? I'll put the money up front so that you can do it, and then you'll have to pay me back with interest. Mm. 
And then if you and then don't, if you don't, if you like skip out, I'm out my money, so I have to hire this guy to hunt you down and potentially shoot you. And potentially, apparently, but that doesn't work out for anyone because then if you get shot and die, you can't pay my money back. Right. I'm still. I can't. You know what? I guess I'm going to have to watch Dog the Bounty Hunter. I guess. I, th- <laughs> I think they really get into the nitty gritty of the legal system on that show. I think this show is more tutorial than it is reality show. So that's that's a good thing for me. That's why it's uh, classified under the education section on Netflix. Yeah, and it was aired on uh, you know the, uh, the. Why wasn't there ever a Magic School channel? Bus episode about bail? I feel like I would have learned about it. Yeah. It's something I need to know. We can make that happen. It's like. Uh, the other things that I don't know how to do as an adult that I feel like, at this point, I can't ask because mm-hmm. I'll look stupid. Right. Yeah. Like, taxes. <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty sure. Now, I hope nobody from the IRS, the IRS the listens to this because service. I'm pretty sure I did my taxes wrong and didn't report an, a source of income this year. Oh, shit. Did you hear the knock at the door? <laughs> I did. Oh, it's, fuck. It's oh, a bounty God. hunter. He's here to bring me to the IRS. Dog the IRS agent I, slash bounty I can hunter. see that bleach blonde mullet from a mile away. It's yeah. like a beacon of legal... Light. Light. Legal light. Legal light right um, into my eyeballs. I'm really having a hard time with some of the concepts of the episode. Dude, you know a... the reason this isn't a problem is because as of 2008, Oregon has prohibited the practice of bounty hunters. Oh, Whoa. As of 2008? So, the, <laughs> yeah. so 10 years ago, it was like, cool? Yeah, uh, but apparently that then makes it weird because, guess what? That person that we just read, their Craigslist posting was in Oregon. That's so are they planning true. to... I mean, it is easy to get guns in this state. Oh, God. Where is bounty hunting still okay? I don't know. Maybe in, like, Idaho. Maybe they came here for the guns because it's easy to get guns here, and then they're going to take it back to their home state. My I... roommate, her she buys guns for her parents because it's easy. What? <laughs> I'm sorry for airing your public... Is this the same roommate that which goes roommate to monster truck rallies? No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> you have some interesting roommates. Yes. They're just a varied and diverse <laughs> group of people. But they actually got, uh, they forgot to lock the gun correctly when they were flying it back to California once and got called back by the TSA and was like, what, what the fuck are you trying to do? Like, she could have been put on a no-fly list if they had been oh, less kind to her. shit. And I've learned because of that incident that, like, over the airport when they say things like, um, Jeffers, Mr. Jeffers, you've left something at the baggage claim. Please come back to pick it up. Or at, like, security... They, those people haven't actually left anything. They're in trouble mm. a lot of the time. That's because weird. that's what they did to her. They were like, burp, 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 name censored for, you know, Schmegshmina, Schmergheart. Schmegshmina, you've left something at the security gate. And she's like, oh, my God, you left a scarf. And she went back and they were like, why the fuck do you have a gun? Yeah. Good trick. Good trick, TSA. Yeah, it's a good trick. So next time they say you've left something at security, just keep fucking barreling forwards. Yeah. Don't Although, turn back. As a passenger flying through and flying through the airport, um, <laughs> wouldn't you feel safer if the announcements were just like, hey, we found a fucking gun. <laughs> like, some Schmegshmina, get your ass here or we will find you. <laughs> Like, wouldn't you be like, oh, I'm glad they're taking care of these people. I don't know if I'd want to know how many people have, like, how many guns per airplane do you think are flown? Like, how many guns were on the last plane you were on, do you think? I don't know. Six? Yeah, that's a lot of guns. I want zero. I don't want any guns on the plane I'm on. I'm afraid of the gun randomly going off and putting a hole in the plane. 
Wasn't that a case that could, could that happen? Wasn't unlost? Wasn't <laughs> wasn't Kate bounty hunted? Isn't that why? Wasn't she like handcuffed to yes. something? Yes, I don't know if she was bounty hunted. I thought she was like bounty hunted. I thought the, like the air marshal would just had custody oh, of her or whatever. Maybe. Yeah, it's been a while since I've well, since watched lost, or cared about Lost. Yeah, it's been a while since I've even considered the existence of the show Lost. Yeah. Uh, just one last fun fact about bounty hunt bounty hunting. Uh, for example, Minnesota says that you cannot drive a white, black, maroon, or dark green vehicle while you're bounty hunting. <laughs> I think Why? I think it's because um, those are like all colors that law enforcement can drive, and so they're like you can't even pretend to be law enforcement like we want to we okay. want you to know that you are in no way law enforcement or associated with us is that why dog the bounty hunter looks the way that he does so no one could possibly mistake him <laughs> he, for a cop he didn't want the bleach blonde mullet the united states government forced it upon uh, him for the protection of its citizens if, dog i understand you want to be a bounty hunter listen a couple things we got to change first of all you cannot have a uh flat top haircut or really any haircut that is modest or respectable. I gotta look professional in my business yeah, life. What I'm am I sorry. supposed to do then? Um, uh, it is dog, right? Am I saying that it's right? It's dog. Okay. Uh, dog, um, I understand you're trying to look professional. I gotta look professional. What am I supposed to do? Huh? And sometimes well, I wanna go out and party. So I need both things in one haircut. What am I supposed to do? I need well, to look professional in the front half and I need to be ready to have a good time in the back. I mean, I have an idea but it's just no, say it, man. I got I got bounties to hunt. It's crazy. Just you say look it. Crazy. If you if you say a mullet, I mean, I've already got a rat tail. I'm halfway there. Let's go. Okay, but there is a couple other things. Um, first of all, uh, don't tell me I have to get rid of my maroon Honda Civic. If you if those are the next words out of your mouth, officer, I'm gonna lose it. Then I just won't say the words, but I would like you to infer what they would have been if I had said them. If you try to take. My maroon Honda Civic from me, I swear to God, I'm going to lose it. Uh, I will not take it from you, but I would suggest getting a different car in a different color. You know what? My beautiful bleach bond wife and I, we're leaving right now. We're out of here. Wait, we're, hold on, hold on. Keep it to yourself. I have a badge and a gun for you right here. Oh, just kidding. I'm back. I'm sitting back down. All right. Pass it how, over. How do you feel about hot pink? Real good. Welcome aboard, dog. <laughs> dog? Welcome aboard, Dog? You sounded like a dad trying to be cool. <laughs> um, <coughs> yeah, I guess I kind of did. It, it, what a weird... Uh, I guess it makes sense. It's just a weird thing. Like You gotta jump through a lot of hoops to become a bounty hunter. You might as well become a cop because they can get away with more and Aye. wear those color and cars they want. <laughs> Some of you are going to hate that. Um, I don't believe it. <laughs> you know what? You should hate that as much as you hate corrupt cops. So, enjoy. <laughs> um, I don't know. That might be a good time to wrap it up. <laughs> End it with a, a strong political message. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. Uh, this has been a... I think a very Craigslistential crisis today. Like I just feel like we were really, really rocking I, the foundations of some. Yeah, I'm shook. <laughs> Why you? I'm shook, dog. I said it like Barack Obama. <laughs> you did say oh, like, but like I less sexy shook. than Barack. I am shooketh. No, 
You're uh, not there. Sasha, Malia, <laughs> can, you, can you tell me what shook means? <laughs> oh. Oh, Barack. Uh, this has been Craig's Attempt to Crisis. It happens every week. It and, does. Yeah. And you're just going to keep encouraging the things you're saying. Keep saying stuff. Yep. Uh, you should feel free to send us any of your own Craigslist misconnection stories. Yeah, if send us stuff. If you had a connection with someone and you wrote something and it heard back, or someone wrote something about you, uh, those are stories we really like hearing. So We do. do. Yes. <laughs> I'm just being encouraging. Keep going. No, thank you. Uh, we have an email address you can send us to, craigcrypod at gmail.com. It's a Gmail account. It's free. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to have Gmail to send us an email, so who cares if it's free, I guess. Gmail. But you now know the kind of budget we're working on, so a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, you can send us the message there. You can also drop us a line on our Instagram. Slide into our DMs. Slide into our DMs. Or our Facebook page. Write us a message. Yeah. And uh, also our Twitter. We have a Twitter. Tweet <laughs> at us that we never will see because we don't use it very really. I will see it. And uh, yeah, also we want to give a big thank you to Rosie Sherman. Singer, songwriter, bounty hunter in training, bounty hunter in training, and artist uh, extraordinaire. You can catch her at Hey Shermie on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we'll see you next Thursday for another existential <laughs> crisis. Existential crisis. Um, I think. I, what, what like what look would you have if you were going to be a, a bounty hunter? What would you change about yourself? What would you? Nothing. I'm perfect the way I am. Okay. <laughs> Luck be Alexis at Spirit Mountain Casino. This May, Spirit Mountain Casino is giving away two brand new Lexus. One winner will be selected on May 5th, and the other will be chosen on May 24th. That's two opportunities to drive away in a brand new Lexus. At each drawing, four winners will receive up to $2,000 in free play, and one lucky winner will drive away in a brand new Lexus. All members get one free entry. Go to spiritmountain.com for more details. That's spiritmountain.com. We know you love your music, so we'll be quick. We love helping you stream the hottest music. And since you're the de facto DJ, everyone's counting on you. So we reimagined Wi-Fi and created Xfinity XFi so you can stream your favorite tunes with reliable speeds whenever, wherever. Whether you're hosting a party or doing a little spring cleaning, you can stream confidently with XFi. This is beyond Wi-Fi. This is XFi. Visit Xfinity.com slash XFi to learn more.